Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Man, nobody wants a quarterback tonight. Kenny Pickett's the only one that's gone so far. This pick has got to be Malik Willis, right? Falcons are on the clock at 58. At some point, he's got to go in the second round, right? I mean, that's got to stink if you're Malik Willis. You show up, everybody's telling you, at worst, you'll be there in the first round, at late first round. I'm going to say it's Malik. Pick 58. I think it's Malik because it seems like it. Everybody's standing yeah, up in that yes. room. Yes, yes, the whole Falcons draft room is standing you up. You don't stand up for the whole second, you know, the second round draft pick unless it's a big dude. Yeah, Malik Willis is there at 58. You don't stand up for Luke Getke or whoever it was. I mean, the there were people talking. There were people still talking that Malik Willis was a possibility at number eight, much less 50 <laughs> picks later. All right, let's let's give me the Falcons. This is work done. Give me the Falcons. All day, all day, all day. With the 58th pick this has to be in the believed. 2022 NFL Draft, the Atlanta Falcons select Troy Anderson, <laughs> linebacker, Montana State. No, they, what? The whole room stood up for Troy Anderson? I do like Troy Anderson. A lot of people really like what he's able to do on the football field. But it is a little bit telling at this point that people are willing to take linebackers from Montana State over Malik Willis. Wow. The Falcons, who need a quarterback, though. And you would think that of anybody to teach Malik Willis, I don't know that there's a better player to teach a guy like him than Marcus Mariota. Well, now when Malik gets drafted, he's going to be able to say, uh, he's going to be able to have that extra motivation. (laughs) Oh, sure. No, he's going to say, yeah, you drafted me, but you had two chances to draft me, and then you drafted me. You drafted me out of, like, like you just, you had to. You don't want me. Whoever draft, unless it's, unless it's like a team that hasn't picked yet, like who, the Rams? Denver? Have they picked yet? Wow, they really stood up for Troy Anderson. All right, well, congratulations to Troy Anderson out of Montana State uh, in the FCS. Not a champion like Christian Watson. Packers just all over that championship pedigree. Did you see that the Packers tweeted that we have drafted Christian Watson? Did you see who liked that tweet? Devontae Adams. Devontae going back to doing too much. (laughs) Yeah, Devontae Adams. So Christian Watson's the pick. The Vikings are picking right now at 59. They also had 53. They traded that pick up. But those picks, 53 and 59, were Packer picks that they traded with Minnesota. It was one pick at 34 for our two picks in the 50s. Trade value chart-wise, Vikings probably got ahead of that one. They're going to pick. We're going to take this one live, too, because it's not Minnesota that Vikings one dude. Gable Stevenson. WWE! And they Minnesota, just had Titus up? O'Neil. It's an honor to be here, to be honest. It feels like I'm living in a dream. With the 59th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Ed Ingram, guard from LSU. 
All right, so that's who was picked at the Packers pick. Ed Ingram, and then at 53 earlier was Alec Pierce. He went to the Colts, the Vikings had traded. I got to be honest. I feel like I know a lot of players when you go into an NFL draft. There have been at least a handful of guys taken in the second round that I've never heard of. Well, I just the other day, Toby and I were in the hallway, and we were talking about how much we liked Cam Jurgens out of Nebraska. I do like Jurgens. <laughs> Oh, you really do? Yeah. Oh. The center went to the Eagles. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I like Jurgen's lotion. Oh, 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 okay. All right. Oh. I, I don't know Sam Williams. I knew Tr- Ed Ingram. I didn't know, I don't know him. What about Luke Getke? Sure. No, I, I mean, everyone was talking. Here's another interesting thing. I mean, in the first round, many people had mocked to the Green Bay Packers, the other offensive tackle out of Central Michigan, Bernard Ryman, and he's still on the board. Yeah, a lot of guys that were mocked in the first round are... I still can't believe Malik's there. This is what people were talking about with this draft being so crazy, though, is you could go where guys that were high grades on other people's boards are not, so they fall. You could have guys being reached on. I mean, this is why when it seems like it gets said every year that it's a crazy draft, but I think more so this year than any other year that I can remember, I don't think anyone had any clue where anyone was going. All right, the story last night was the A.J. Brown trade and the run on receivers. The story tonight is who's taking Malik Willis. I don't. He's not going to be a second-round pick. any quarterback. Yeah, any quarterback. Toby, he's not going to be a second-round pick. No. Buffalo's up. Unless somebody trades, Buffalo's up. The Niners are up. They're not taking them. The Chiefs aren't taking them. The Bengals won't. The Broncos won't. And at this point, there's no— Jacksonville won't. Minnesota, maybe? There's no benefit at this point to trading up to go get him unless you're just trying to get in front of someone. You know, for the first round, you can say, let's trade up and go get him because we get that fifth-year option. It does you no good to draft him in round two as opposed to round three. So you're right. He could just slip into the third round after being possibly projected to go in the top ten. And I think this is— one, a good thing, and then two, a bad thing. I think it's a good thing because it shows that the talent evaluators are being a little smarter and not just going off what you see in a pro day because if we're going off by what we just saw in a pro day in the combine, Malik Willis would have been in the top ten. But I think it's a bad thing for this quarterback class that literally everyone is falling. The only guy that's gotten taken so far at the quarterback position, which is the most important on a football field, and no one disagrees with that, is so far has been Kenny Pickett. That's well, now, it. now you have a trade. Cincinnati was a few spots behind. They traded with Buffalo, so they still had a second-round pick. They traded for a little higher second-round pick. I mean, another name that we keep looking at is N'Kobe Dean because we talked about him this morning. They could use him. But this is where it gets interesting, too, is these teams keep trading up. What are you trading for? Who's taking Ed Ingram or Ged Key or any of these dudes? Guys want their guy. They go and get their guy. But also they're worried that other – I don't know. There's been a lot of it, trades. Doesn't that seem weird to you, though, that teams – that some teams are trading up. Like the Patriots traded up for Tyquan Thornton. Was he not going to be there like three picks later? Yeah, there's been a lot of like three-pick trades. Like I'll, I'll trade you – I'll jump up three. I'll give you a fifth rounder just to come up three. But here's the, here's the other thing. That shows – and I've heard people saying this, listen to Daniel Jeremiah – 
you know, usually he says in his top 150, there's 180 guys, and he's struggling to try and pick out of 60 guys to put in his last 30. This year, he was putting punters and kickers in his 150 just because he was struggling. So teams this year view fifth, sixth, seventh rounders as throwaways. So they're like, you know what, if it if it takes me a fifth rounder to move up a couple picks to make sure I get my guy, what am, what am I missing out on? A dude I'm going to cut anyways, who cares? So move up. Let's get out to the phones, 414-799-1250. We are live on this Friday night. Baseball post to follow. We are live thanks to Q Club of Wisconsin and Waukesha tonight. Make sure you show them your thanks sometime here in the coming weeks. Uh, let's get out to Nate. What's up, Nate? What's good, you guys? Hey, what's up? Long time no speak, Mr. Bart Winkler. Nate, um, I've been missing you more than you know. Man, it's it's a bad time for me. You are you're on in the mornings, and I and I work in, I work early in the morning. I get up at five thirty every day. Um, well, that's why I requested to work tonight. Yeah, so, so that we could I, be reunited. Yeah, so you know I had to hit you up uh, t- today. But um, for me, um, I, I was a little bit a um, little bit frustrated with the with the with the trade, um, understanding that that they did they did have a guy that they wanted. But I'm, I, me personally, I was thinking like, if you were gonna give away both of the both of the second round picks, um, why couldn't you have did that, packaged that with a one, and moved up and got? Because for me, if you was if you were to get up into twelve, give up give up that twenty second and uh, a two to get up to to get up into like the top fifteen. Um, would would you feel better if you walked away with Chris Olave, um, Devontae White, and then another second round pick? For me, I felt like it was a little bit conservative yesterday, and then today they were over aggressive um, as far as with the picks. But like like you said, they got their guy, so I guess you can't be too upset about it. Um, but one guy that I did want and I, that we I just saw go, um, Trey, uh, Trey, Trey McBride, I felt like he would have been good for Matt LaFleur's system as far as being a good blocking tight end and then being able to stretch the field and also being able to uh, play special teams and be that be that third guy when um, Trey comes back and then taking the next step mixture. But, you know, it is what it is. I think they like Johnny – Johnny Wood um, out of Virginia anyway more, so hopefully they can get him in the third. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, good call, Nate. A lot there that I want to talk about, and thanks for chiming in. Good to hear from you again. That's a good point that Nate made. You know, they they maybe could have been more aggressive last night, but then maybe were they too aggressive tonight? If you were willing to trade those second-round picks, once the receivers started flying off the board, could you have used one of them to get up and even to get Burks? If that, like, Rogers said that Burks was a guy he thought he had some impact in. Uh, Jamison Williams was a guy he liked. But they must have thought that Christian Watson was still at a reasonable spot. They tried to trade up last night, we're learning, as the Bengals take a cornerback, Cam Taylor Britt out of Nebraska, and they're showing a bunch of guys that are dressed up like Bengals. These people are 60 years old. Could you imagine turning on the TV and your mom's dressed up like a Bengal? Face paint and all. What do you got? What are you guys doing this week? We're going to Vegas. Oh, cool. Hey, the draft's there. Oh, it is. Didn't know. Turn on Friday night. Your mom and dad are making out with orange face paint. All right, stripes. A couple guys. Let's see who's the best players available at this point. Because I think there's some people that 
honestly, you could end up seeing slip all the way down to the Packers in the 90s here. Uh, I don't think N'Kobe Dean's there. He's the top guy. Malik Willis, Ritter, uh, Corral, Howell, they're still available at quarterback. Travis Jones is a guy that I think some thought might slip into the first round of defensive tackle. Packers are next at 92, by the way. We're at 61. Uh, they're at U- out of UConn. Uh, Bernard Raymond still there, uh, offensive tackle out of Central Michigan. Drake Jackson, uh, outside linebacker out of USC. Uh, there's a linebacker out of Bama, Christian Harris. DeMarvin Leal, defensive end out of Texas A&M. I, they think there's some interesting guys. Another one that I think is guys that uh, I'm surprised are still there, Nick Benito. I liked him out of Oklahoma. He's a edge rusher. Leo Chanel still there. Chad Muma, both linebackers. I mean, there's still some guys, Jalen Tolbert, Calvin Austin III, uh, Jeremy Ruckert, Greg Dolchitz. Those are guys that maybe the Packers look at getting as far as pass catchers, whether it's a tight end or receiver with their next pick. I mean, there's still a lot of guys available that the Packers could get at their next pick because at this point we're taking dudes that I haven't heard of. Right now the Niners are up. The Jets' second-round pick, Brees Hall, is on the stage in a move very reminiscent of Brandon Jennings when he was drafted. He was drafted, was at the draft, didn't come out right away, came out like four picks later. I don't know if they couldn't find Brees or if he like just decided to fly to Vegas just now, but they're introducing this guy 30 I picks. I mean, he was hanging out probably at one of the casinos. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, he was at that big pool with all those sports books. Or uh, maybe he was in the crowd dressed as a bang, only had to get the face paint off. I don't know. Rusty's in Texas. What's up, Rusty? Hey guys, you know one thing we got to remember is I think people got used to the way we have been drafting in the past. They're drafting for Lafleur system, so a lot of people may not be happy with Watson, but he's not a one-trick pony. He's a guy that one can play in cold weather, has sure hands, can run the sweep. You can use him a lot of different ways. That's what they're looking at. And, you know, everybody's been talking about Pickens, but look how far he dropped. So the Packers were right about him. Every other team looked at it the same way. So, you know, you could say we may be overpaid to go up and get Watson, possibly, but we don't know if there were any other trade partners that were even willing to move. You know, I mean, it, it's easy to be, a, a you know, an armchair quarterback, but, you know, it's it's kind of BS to go in and say, nah, we overpay, we shouldn't have done this. Trust me, they do their research a lot better than we do ours. Yeah, Rusty, I think I think that a lot of people are happy with the results. It's just that the process to get the results, did they do everything that they could have? That's where I'm kind of reading on this, Toby. To go back to the call a couple calls ago where they were not as aggressive as they could have been last night. Were they maybe a little over aggressive today? You you traded with the Vikings, which if you're a Vikings fan, you're like, why did we let the Packers trade up? Now they wanted to trade up yesterday and get pick 32, which would have given Christian Watson a fifth year option for the team, which is very sacred at this point with the way that these wide receivers have been demanding a lot of money right away. Could they have packaged one of those second round picks last night? Moved up, got a Chris Olave type, still got one of these defensive guys. Got another defensive guy later today. They seem to have come away with the guys that they wanted. I think what we're asking is, could they have gotten more? 
Yeah, this is where I think it's interesting, too. Again, and I keep saying it's interesting. I don't know if it is interesting to you or not. It's interesting to me. Uh, but you look at the draft, and you say, were they not aggressive enough in the first round? So what would it have taken to get up to number 11 where Chris Olave was taken, a, a guy that a lot of Packers fans wanted? All right, pick 14 on the trade chart that a lot of people look at for their value they would have had to give up around pick 23 and then probably pick 53 as well. So then, are you willing to trade up from fifty or from 23 and you miss out on a guy like Quay Walker, or well, I guess it was pick 22, but you miss out on a guy like Quay Walker uh, and you get Chris Olave, but then you're, you gotta, still got a second-round pick in there, and so then maybe you get one of these defenders... Basically, you're trading off one of these Georgia defenders for a guy like Chris Olave. And I, I don't know that it's a bad idea what the Packers did because I think it might have taken a little too much. You might have had to throw in an extra pick even to get up to number 11. So would you have liked them to be more aggressive yesterday? The only reason I would say it was a little bit frustrating with the lack of aggression yesterday is A.J. Brown. I'm not necessarily frustrated with the receivers that they did not get in the first round of the NFL draft. And then I think them moving two second rounders, which you had the luxury of moving since you did trade Devontae, you get a guy like Christian Watson and you still had those two Georgia defenders. I think you got to still be pretty happy with that. I'm not opposed to them sitting on their hands a little bit in the first round after seeing what they were able to do early in day two. Packers are making this draft easier on Photoshoppers. As they take in round one, two guys from Georgia with the G already on the helmet, and then Christian Watson out of North Dakota State already wearing green and yellow. Andrew McCutcheon homered, so it's 4 nothing. Brewers will have the postgame show to follow. We've got so much more to get to. Chiefs on the clock, round two, nearly over, round three, about to begin. I'm Bart Winkler. It's Toby Altizer here on The Fan. Situation out in Waukesha tonight that we are following. We go back out to our newsroom, Tim Leithland. Tim. You're listening to the Green and Gold Draft Show, presented by Q Club of Wisconsin on North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Back to Bart Winkler and Toby Altizer on 1250 AM, The Fan. Christian Watson, the pick at 34. The Packers trading up 53 and 59 to the Vikings. And then Christian Watson, North Dakota State, is selected. Packers tried to make that trade yesterday. Vikings said, we don't want to let you draft a guy and then have a fifth-year option on him, as you can do with guys in the first round. They still made the trade, just with their next pick. Q Club of Wisconsin, check them out. This is a great place to watch your favorite games and then also show off some of your competitive skills. A lot of TVs to watch. You can also check out your favorite indoor games. They have a huge entertainment room. And the food, very good. Their menu is all your favorites from loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled high with all the extras. Visit their Facebook page or Q Club of Wisconsin. That's QClubofWI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. We got a couple more picks left in round number two. I like what the Bills just did. James yeah, I like this Cook out of Georgia. I like that pick a lot. Gives you a little bit of everything. I, the only thing I don't like this about is Dalvin the, Cook's brother. The only thing I don't like about the Bills is I feel like the running backs they have are good, but they never commit to the running game. 
I feel like De- Devin Singletary and Zach Moss are fine. They just don't get a fair shake. But if they don't trust their guys, you get a new offensive coordinator in there after Dayball goes over to the Giants. James Cook going to give you a little bit of everything, can catch the ball out of the backfield. Gives you a good threat. They, I mean, that's kind of the last piece on that offense that I don't know that it was really missing, but I guess they view it as missing. They get a guy in James Cook. I think it's a pretty good pick there. I mean, he's a running back, but he gets some Debo Samuel comps. So he can do a little bit of everything. They were showing highlights of him just on the TV. Another Georgia now. guy. Yeah, another Georgia guy, but they're showing highlights of him out of the backfield and then out wide is the wide receiver, uh, the, the, the X or Y or what's that guy? Which one's the X and Y and Z? Sure. I just love the A gap and B gap. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I prefer the A gap. Oh, God, I love that A gap. I love when guys just bust through. Denver's got their pick in. That'll be the last pick of round two. So we'll update you on that in a minute. We'll hear more from Christian Watson, the Packers' second-round pick, and it's the only one. They have another pick here in the third round at 92. We're about 32 picks away from that at this point. 414-799-1250. Tweet us, 1250 AM. The fan, Mike. The painter, Aloha, Mike. Now, when you put it that way, <laughs> I would say yes, Mike, to everything you just said. Yes. So when you saw that trade, your initial reaction. Oh, Mike. Hello. Wake up. What? I was on hold forever. I just put you've been on air. I've been oh. doing a bit for Mike. I've, I just I put you on air seven minutes ago. Yeah, you did. I've been waiting That's for awesome. seven minutes. You would never do that, but thanks for waiting. Well, I appreciate I'll, I'll it. make it worth my while, Mike. I just I just got home from work. Oh, long day. Yeah, I had to go and uh, finish a side job. So. Have you followed the NFL draft? Because the Packers have not I've drafted yet. They traded back. They're going to draft for a kicker. I've been listening all day. Oh, okay. And I heard you. All right. You were you got me pumped when I heard that they traded. Well, back. we just had sat down oh. at six o'clock, and then all of a sudden we see GB right. having the next pick, and we're like, "Oh, we're doing this right away," because we we figured they would trade up at some point, but the second pick of the second round, it got it got hectic in here. That's what we needed to do. We needed to trade up in order to go and get the wide receiver that we wanted, you know. And I, I just, I laughed at other guys sitting there saying, you know, what the the Packers could have done more. They could have done this. They could have done that. Who's to say that they weren't trying? Like Rogers was saying, guys don't want to give us wide receivers. Who's to say that they didn't try and go and get those guys up in the early rounds? You know, if they're willing to dump two second round picks. Who's to say that they weren't, you know, willing to part with those and the first to go up? You know, I just don't get it. I'm, I'm happy with the draft. I, I like what we got. I like that the North Dakota State guy is, is he's a special teamer. I, he's gonna he's gonna be returning punts for us, and it's gonna be awesome. He's gonna be playing for us next season, and. Both of those guys in the first round will be playing for us next season. So can we say in Goody we trust? I just don't like that I was so disappointed and so mad three months ago, and now I'm right back in. <laughs> I mean, I am right back you in. you got to just relax sometimes, Bart. I know you're invested. We're all invested. Some of us take it a little bit harder than others, but you know what? That's that's what's so great about sports. 
You know, he, uh, I'm, not just I'm not in the mood for this right now. I don't, I don't need you. I don't need your holier than thou hey. sports is great thing, Mike. I'm not going to be doing that. Right. It's not holier than how thou. much you. How long are you staying up tonight? We got another pick, but if you just busted oh. a 13 hour day, I'm going to be eating some dinner, watching some of the draft, and probably conking out. So All right. I got to work tomorrow. So oh, geez, it never stops, Mike. It never does. Never stops. All right, buddy. Good to hear from you. Thanks for taking my call. You guys have a great night. Have See you, a great Mike. night, Toby. See you, Mike. Good night. Mike the Painter. All right, Bart, looking ahead, let's see. What picks do we have coming up here? Well, let me just stop you for a second. Looking behind, Malik Willis. Well, that's what I'm saying. When is he going? We're we're not. He's a third rounder now at minimum. All right. When, when does he go? We have Jacksonville. They're not taking one. Minnesota, no. Maybe. I doubt it. Uh, New York Giants, maybe. They didn't pick up a fifth-year option. They did on Daniel Jones. And even if it's not Malik Willis, do they take uh, Ritter or do they take Howell? Uh, Cleveland Browns, no. Titans, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Jaguars, Some of these teams that had given no thought to Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett now have to take a look at should they be in play. Malik Willis could go 72 to the Seahawks, 74 to the Falcons again. 73 to the Colts. Do uh does Washington trade up from their pick at ninety eight and come get him? I mean, if he's not there at ninety two, <laughs> no, stop. And and we also, you know, what else Could we haven't seen? Could you line seen? him up at wide receiver? We, well, what else we haven't seen is a Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G trade. You know what I ha- you know what I miss? You know what I miss hearing is when a guy gets drafted and they say, "Hey, you know what they can do with this quarterback? They can use him in a Taysom Hill role." Oh yeah, remember when they did that with Jordan Love? I did. That was always weird because he gave you no indication that that no. was even. And he's not even similar to the athlete of Taysom Hill. Now, Malik Willis on the No, I'm just kidding. No, don't do that. Even the Saints regret. I think the only person who ever wanted Taysom Hill was Sean Payton. Yeah, because he just wanted out. The Jaguars uh, take Luke Fortner, Kentucky center. That's the first pick of the third round. Vikings on the clock. Let's get out to J-Mo. J-Mo! Bart at night showing off his night moves. You know what this is like? This is like in elementary when you go to open house of your parents at night. And you're like at the school at night? Right. It's kind of like We that. took my kid, actually, his daycare today. He had parent-teacher conferences, and he was at his school today with no friends, and it was very weird for him. He did not know what to do. Yeah. Hmm. That. Is, doesn't really uh, relate. I just like talking about no, it. No, you do. Well, it doesn't matter if it doesn't relate because you, it's your show for one. It's got your name well, on it. Well, tonight everything. it's mine and Toby's show. Ah, uh, well, it's happy. Although that's how it was presented to Toby. With Toby, were you cool with that, him bringing that up? I guess this is more of a condominium now. I'm fine with it. Hey, J Mo, cool. I want to hear the Vikings pick. Hey, uh, guess what? I'm. I'm I'm guessing, Bart, by your enthusiasm, your excitement tonight, that at least five Give me the Vikings. Of Monday show. Hold on. The Minnesota the Vikings to... select Brian Asamoah, <laughs> linebacker, Oklahoma. Okay. All right, Jamo, go ahead. Oh, okay. Whew. Now that we know who the Vikings picked. Uh, yeah, 560 your show on Monday is going to be the draft, regardless of what happens in the Bucks Celtics game. I can already tell that. Five-sixths of my show? On Monday will be about the draft, yeah. 
Why? I can tell. By your enthusiasm. You're no, he, I'm doing a this. draft show right now. I he, know, but, he, but you're, you're, I, don't know if it, I don't know if it's the seven Mountain Dews you've had, but you've got a different energy at night. No, here's the thing, J-Mo. This is going to sound very familiar to what 8.33 on Monday morning sounds like. <laughs> oh. This might be exactly what you're hearing. <laughs> yeah, we are going to take the best of what we did tonight and replay yeah, it on Monday. It. That way you can... No, Monday can morning is a buck show. Okay. Monday morning is a buck so. show. Now, we will have Ryan Wood at 8.40A and Ryan right. Horvath at 9A. Right. And Christian right. Watson's going to co-host the 6 o'clock hour with us. Now we're talking. Sure. And then I'm guessing between 7 a.m. and 7.07 a.m. you'll fit in a synopsis of the Bucks game. I, don't you ever question my show <laughs> I'm que- I'm and my loyalty to the Milwaukee Bucks during a playoff run. Do you still have Bucks lost? Oh, I, I absolutely do. Are you oozing it? Is it coming out of your pores as we speak? I'm doing a draft show. The draft is going Bucks on lost. literally it's, this it's, moment. It's still relevant. Do you have Bucks lost or not? I absolutely do. Now, that's the other okay. thing, Jamo. Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. The Bucks could have been playing right now. Remember that? If the Bucks had lost and gone to a game six, they could have been playing right now. That's the scenario we absolutely did not want. The Brewers are playing now. They're still up 4 nothing. Bottom of the fourth. We'll have the postgame show for that afterwards, J-Mo. How dare he? Late night Rip and Rona. Rip, let her rip. Bard, Toby, thanks for giving up part of your night for this. This is entertaining. Oh, well, it's good to be here. It's good to be talking Packers. We had a big, big, big burst of action right away, Rip. It was crazy. It was awesome. Hey, don't you think that uh, if you don't told any Packer fan the three names that got drafted – but didn't tell them how they got drafted, they'd be excited about today. Oh, absolutely. So do I. I think it's just like, oh, we had to trade up in the second round. We gave up. Then everybody's mad about it. But if you'd have told them that's not what happened, we got these three players and you don't need to know how, they'd be jacked about it. Well, we're excited. I, I, I do think that there's like a, and I don't, I don't know what this is. I don't know how to describe it, but it's, we're excited. We got, we drafted three guys in the top 33. I think some Packers fans would have been happy with Christian Watson if they just took him at 28. Yeah. That's that's right, Toby. I totally agree. But then now you see what some of these other teams did, and you're like, well, could we have gotten A.J. Brown? If we were going to trade these two second-round picks, should we have gotten Chris Olave? But to walk yeah, away would... with the three guys that they got, I, I, I just think you got to be happy about that. I think Toby's right. He said it earlier when you said that uh, you can only be mad about the A.J. Brown thing. Everything else, whatever. But A.J. Brown – things a little bit well yeah because that's a trade that i think that you know if it was a first and a third we had the ability to pull that off and then the contract that we had the ability to pull that off too yeah hey bart i got a great idea for you guys so they're not picking until 93 90 92 93 right yeah you get the guy that made that vikings pick you call him up and just have him talk for a while and pretty soon that pick will be up oh my god that guy <laughs> was driving me bonkers I could tell he was your boy. Well, I, first of all, I didn't know who he was. I never watched Blue Mountain State or whatever the hell he was on. Second, I, I do I do applaud him for knowing, like, this is his chance to be remembered. You know? This was his yeah, moment. So yeah, go for it. He got one moment, and then he had, literally had to get told to leave the stage. 
Twice. Take the pick, get out of here. She came out twice for him. And then he fake left. <laughs> and then and then he came back. All right, guys. Have a good night. Good All right. coverage. Enjoy your Friday, buddy. See ya. Rips and Rona. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Christian Watson, he was at the podium earlier tonight. Uh, we played you a little bit of what he had to say. Here's a few more minutes. Christian Watson, Packers' new wide receiver with the media shortly moments ago. Mere moments ago. Two hours ago, but who's counting? Ross Uglum. Christian, can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, you just mentioned your time at North Dakota State, and that's something that has been, you know, largely a criticism of you is the counting numbers. You know, you never had 60 catches in a season. You never had 15 touchdowns. What was it this about many this people system, though, I in the Super you Bowl. just mentioned that is going to get you ready uh, for the National Football League, and why are we able to kind of extrapolate those numbers hey, you know, and I expect more production you. out of you? <laughs> Finding a Viking. Uh, see, it's, it's just the amount of work, uh, the amount of dedication, e- uh, you know, holding everybody to a standard and, and you know, having that accountability. Uh, you know, NDSU just does it differently, um, you know, regardless of, you know, if you're getting, you know, 10 catches a year or 100 catches a year. Um, you know, everybody has a role um, and, you know, you're you learn early to, to own your role and, and define your role. Um, and sure, I mean, NDSU just prepares you to, to, to win, uh, prepares you to be successful. I, I, know, I know what um, you're thinking. I look so, pretty I mean, good look, for Regardless my age. Of, of what it was, I was going to work as hard as I possibly can to be the best player I can. And, okay, and I'm going to cut out of this. The opportunities will come. Uh, you know, whether that's, York, you know, like I said, you know, 100 University. catches or, or 10. Uh, all right. Day, I'm see, 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 this dude's even Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because Rip suggested we play that guy again. Rip, did we're you not sabotage play- us? We're Dude. not playing him again. Toby, when you were recording Watson. Yeah, I messed up back here. It's my you bad. You were also, I was making you turn the TV on. That's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> so the Watson audio is ruined. But what's his name is even sabotaging Packers press conferences. So the audio uh, that I, I definitely, have, definitely watched him. Um, it's, it's hard not to watch. You know, it's Christian Watson talking <laughs> along with Ed Marinelli or whatever the hell that guy's name was. Now, I do want to go back to the TV because the Miz is up. So give me the TV again. On the Cleveland Browns. Because the Cleveland Browns are picking for the future. And the future is right now with the 68th pick. Miz. Of the... 2022 NFL Draft, the 2023 Super Bowl winning Cleveland Browns select Martin Emerson, defensive back, Mississippi State. Let's go! All right. Have you noticed The Miz, Gable Stevenson? It is Vegas. Titus O'Neil? Those are three WWE superstars that have announced picks tonight. Very excited about that. All right, we will take a quick timeout. We'll be back. We are, again, presented by the Q Club of Wisconsin in Waukesha. The Packers are a mere 24 picks away from their third-round pick tonight. Christian Watson already a Packer. More Packers to come uh, here on 1250 AM. The Fan. 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. Toby Altizer as well, and you... 414-799-1250. We're at pick number 70, Chad Muma, Wyoming linebacker to Jacksonville. Bears are on the clock. 
no Malik Willis yet, and no Nicobe Dean. Austin Gale of Pro Football Focus tweeting moments ago per source, Georgia linebacker Nicobe Dean declined surgery on his shoulder, and now it's a major concern. Medical red flag. Rappaport and Albert Breer say- have already reported. There's other injuries with him, pec, shoulder, ankle. And so he is falling because of injury concern. But wouldn't you take a risk on him at some point? At some point. I mean, the, the guy is an incredible football player. Yeah, I know at some point somebody will. But when will that point be? N'Kobe Dean, who could have been a Packer last night, still not taken. And then Malik Willis, Matt Curl, Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter. None of these quarterbacks taken. Only one quarterback taken so far. I'd love to know the stat on when the last time only one guy went through the top 70. And you look at these teams that are drafting, I don't know when the next one goes. Seattle maybe, Atlanta, those are coming up in the next three. Those yeah, are the it seemed only like Seattle's ones. guy was Desmond Ritter. Yeah, so maybe he goes. I mean, I don't – I still think Malik Willis has – all the talent to be able to be a good NFL quarterback, you're going to have to take some time to develop them. But now you're in the third round, absolutely take a shot on this guy. Especially, I don't know who some of these guys are that people are drafting at this point. I don't know why you're so prone to admit that. Uh, because I'm not going to sound like a nerd that paid attention to all this stuff that was going on. But we're on sports radio. We must know all, all the time. Okay, yeah, that's right. Um... So I know all of these guys, this guy that's getting picked Why by... mention our lad's draft guide that I'm looking at and Dane Brugler if I can just tell you all this information and make it seem like I came up with it? That's true. I mean, isn't it really all about ego here tonight? Spark guy who's going to be live on with us as the Bears pick. Spark guy. What's up? I love the vibe. Like, Jamo was yelling. Did you hear that? Oh, he's like, mad at he me for something that hasn't even happened yet. Yeah, but there was, like, tons of emotion. It was un- unbelievable. Like, I was like, it's like a different person. And then uh, Mike Painter was just tired, so that was kind of normal. So hey, Friday night, these, these Friday night draft shows, this is like the sixth one I've done. They do never disappoint. I'll I'll take the real thing over something on Twitter spaces any day of the week. But um, the uh, interesting thing, I did a little research. Uh, last quarterback draft that we've seen like this was 2013. They had E.J. Manuel taken in the first round, Geno Smith in the second round, and then my favorite all-time bear, bear for life, Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. Do you want to do you want to hear your Bears pick live? I don't really care. Yeah, no. Here we go. Two NFL draft. The Chicago Bears select Valus Jones, wide receiver, Tennessee. V.J.J. Smart guy. I don't know who it is, so I, I I can't say that I even know who that Bayless is. Bayless Jones Jr. No, he's uh, uh yeah, he's Bayless Jones's son. <laughs> don't give me that. It. <laughs> the, uh, the the quarterback thing though, I do find it fascinating. But do, do you think that part of the reason why quarterbacks aren't getting taken is because I, I think maybe we got to take a step back? It's a quarterback rich league. There's quarter like there there doesn't feel like there's as much quarterback need as there used to be. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like there's a lot more guys that, at the current moment, teams are settled on. You look, go division by division and start counting off the quarterbacks. There were times in the NFL where it felt like it was what? Manning, Brady, Roethlisberger, and even like, yeah, there were times when I felt like there was like four or five elite quarterbacks. I feel like 
Um, there's like 14 or 15, not including t- Kyler Murray, but maybe there's just a lot of good quarterbacks. They don't need them. You know what I mean? Well, then I wonder, like Jordan Love, if he was in this draft, people said that he was a better pick than maybe anybody that was in this draft. Where would he have gone in this draft? Man, I don't know. Isn't that an enigma, though? Like, I just, I think that's a weird part, too, is thinking about how crazy draft night was two years ago when they took him. But, like, does anyone really know what he is? I guess that's probably a negative then, right? Like, that there's just not a clear-cut answer at this point. But, I mean, there's, like, absolute. Although Rodgers, though, I'm arguing with myself tonight. That's what I do at night. But Rodgers, if you remember entering year three, there were so many doubts about Rodgers. Until he came into that Cowboy game on Thursday night, people were didn't know anything about him. So who knows? Maybe Jordan Love's got some of the show. But I just can't remember since Rodgers, a quarterback being at this point in his career and, like, nobody knows, like, what the heck he's going to be. So I don't know what you're in grade this year. I don't know if anybody would take him, if he'd be higher or maybe even lower. Who knows? We got the Seahawks coming up. Maybe they take a quarterback. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the third round. Like, this is where it gets to the point where um, I'm glad there's scouts out there. I think the final thing I wanted to say, though, is is I, I feel like too many people are, are saying you can't criticize the GMs. Like, I've heard so many calls end today or even over the course of the week with people going, but, you know, at the end of the day, like these guys work at it. Like Brian Gutenkiss, they they all work at it, you know? And when they work at it, they probably know more than us fans. Like what's the fun in that? Then why are we talking about this? I'd much rather be having strong takes, good opinions, even if it is something as uh, un-American as, as this NFL draft that we're watching. Oh, geez. <laughs> I wonder, that's what we need to ask Malik Willis. Hey buddy, if you had the choice, yeah. where would you be going right now? Because this stupid communist system that is the NFL draft. <laughs> yeah. He's getting screwed. <laughs> it is. And it I am a no. fan of the commies. Well, commanders, I'm the NFL- Washington the commanders. I don't want that stink on me. <laughs> I'm watching. I'm watching the NFL draft with the same level of interest as I watch wheat prices in Cuba. So you know we have to be aware of these things. So. Jeez. All right, smart guy. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Take care, guys. Hey, I got some uh, breaking NBA news. Also, oh, the... when I break NBA news, it's like a problem. But you can do it, and you did no it in the issue. middle of my sentence to tell us that Joel Embiid was out indefinitely. Yeah, and I think that was worth it. The Minnesota Timberwolves are currently playing the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. The game's tied at 34. They are so desperate to win this game. Greg Monroe is playing. (laughs) Greg Monroe's in the game, and he's playing. And they're not in foul trouble at all. And so I don't – and he had a nice rebound putback, and he scored. And the TV keeps showing him, like – I can only imagine they're like – uh, bucket by Beverly, and let's go back to, can you believe Greg McMurray's in this game? <laughs> what What is going on? What are they doing? So, Greg Monroe in the game. Brewers are still up 5-4-0 uh, in the fifth. Kyle Hendricks has given up all four. McCutcheon homered in the third. Adrian Hauser has allowed just two hits. Adamas just hit a double. Wow. Yeah, this is a crazy night of action. Thank God Friday Night SmackDown was taped this week, and I already read the synopsis. Otherwise, I'd be dying to see what's going on there. So uh, we got a few minutes here before another quick timeout, and then we'll focus more on what the Packers could do at 92, assuming they stay there. They have, they have That's going to be 60 picks between picks for the Packers, 34 and then uh, 92. And I think that you got to talk about quarterback right now. You've got Seattle on the board. You've got the Colts on the board. You've got the Falcons and the Broncos. 
I mean, you could look at quarterback in any one of those situations. Even maybe Baltimore thinks ahead no. and thinks, are we going to lose Lamar Jackson? Maybe we can slide Malik in there. I, I don't know. That, that's what's crazy is, you know, we came on the air tonight and got bombarded with Packers news. But before that, when we were just kind of introing it, I was saying that I think this night is going to be defined by quarterbacks. And so far, no quarterbacks have gone at all. I mean, you've had Kenny Pickett go at number 20, and you haven't had any go in the second round. Now we're cruising through the third round. Let's see what the Seahawks do. With the 72nd pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Seattle Seahawks select Abraham Lucas, tackle, Washington State. That's another guy that's going close to home. There's been a lot of that in this draft where teams are drafting guys uh, at schools that are right down the road from them. Okay, so here's an interesting thing we can talk about as Christian Yelich hit a home run. And Greg Monroe just got fouled and will go to the free throw line. (laughs) Yelly homered? Yelly homered. Two-run shot. shot? Okay. In the fifth. Um, How much do you think of this is – we talked with – Seth Isn't it crazy Emerson. doing a show when things are happening? Yeah, it is. We talked with <laughs> Seth Emerson this morning a morning show. about Devontae Wyatt and how he benefited from an extra year in college. How much do you think that affected this? Because some guys could have come out a year earlier, and they they maybe should have been out a year earlier, but then they got an extra year of eligibility, so they go back. Some guys – so you have really – usually you're going to have guys that can come out after their third year – or their fourth year, or at max, like their fifth year. So you have like three years worth of guys that could come out. This year, you almost have like four to five years worth of guys that are coming out all at the same time, but some of them must have come out last year because this class just seems really odd. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah, some guys maybe got that extra COVID year. You know, that that could be a part of it. The Colts are going to pick. I want to hear this too. What is this? You have a guy on someone's shoulders. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Which one's worse, this or Chris Angel? Oh, my word. I don't know if this is an act or not. (laughs) It is Vegas. With the 73rd pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Indianapolis Colts select... Jelani Woods, tight end, Virginia. The Packers were rumored to be in on this guy, so I think. Um, can we talk more about the cheeky boyoys or whoever that was? No one knows who they are. They must have paid the NFL to be a part of this. Are they like a TikTok thing? I don't know, but this is a guy getting that real tired. The getting Packers old and not were rumored what to be in are. on this guy because he's huge. All right, so Jelani Woods, Jelani Woods, he's a he got brought up by a couple callers tonight. Tight end out of Virginia. And he could have been there, we were thinking, in the 90s. I think there's still a guy in Dolchich that will be there, possibly. Tight end out of UCLA if you still want a tight end. But now you've had a couple guys at tight end and McBride, and now Woods go. So Packers maybe not going to get a tight end in the third round. I don't know. All right, well, we'll see because we're going to start to talk about guys that they could target. That was going to be one of the top of the guys on our list. Look at that, Alec Pierce and Jelani Woods, two guys that Packer fans – had their eye on both go to the Colts, as does Michael Pittman, who we wanted a couple of years ago, and as does Jonathan Taylor a couple of years ago, also somebody that we kicked around and talked about maybe coming to Green Bay. I'm Bart, that's Toby. We've got more to come. Let's get the Falcons before we step out. Let's see what they do because someone's got to be taking it. With the 74th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, 
the Atlanta Falcons select Desmond Ritter, quarterback oh. Cincinnati. <laughs> okay, so there it is. There you go. Finally, another quarterback, but it's not Malik Willis. All right. Well, we will be talking about that coming up. Plus, the Packers are now less than 20 picks away. Hang on to your butts. We're back right after this here on The Fan. We'll have an update from Tim Leithland with the situation in Waukesha as well. We're back in a couple of minutes on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 